Hello podcasters, it's Charlie here bringing you another episode of The Business of Podcasting and in today's episode I'm going to be bringing you a podcast industry update. After a few conversations I had last week with other podcasters, it became clear to me that it's really hard for most people to stay up to date with what's happening in the podcast industry and even more importantly, how to take advantage of these changes. Because if you're aware of what's moving and changing in the world of podcasting, you can make sure you adjust your show to get the most out of it. So in this episode, I'm going to break this industry update into three parts. One is we're going to cover the big news and headlines. And in particular, I want to talk about the Joe Rogan deal. This is a game changer for podcasters, and it's going to mean some very different things for this industry going forward. Number two, I want to talk into some tech. There's been some new tools I've been trying out in the recent months, and I think some of them are worth getting on board with, and I think some of them are worth avoiding. So I want to share some of the things I'm playing with and software and tools that can make a difference in your show. And then lastly, I want to direct you to where I think you should be paying attention. There's some opportunities and things I think podcasters should be very aware of at the moment and position themselves and their shows in front of to take advantage of some big, big moves. Now, before we get into the actual episode itself, if you haven't already, please make sure you do subscribe to the show and head over to valormedia.com slash resources to make sure you do pick up some frameworks, templates, and just all round goodies we have on that page, all free resources to help you grow and improve your podcast itself. So let's head into the episode and we'll talk about this important industry update. Okay, I wanted to start this episode off with the big news, the Joe Rogan exclusive deal to Spotify. Now, it is reported allegedly, because we don't know the exact deal details, that Joe has signed a deal with Spotify for $100 million, which will see him publishing his full-length content on their platform exclusively. Now, he'll still post his short clips on YouTube, I believe, and he may even still do some video stuff on YouTube, but you will no longer be able to just listen to full episodes of his podcast on like Apple Podcasts or maybe Stitcher or some of the other Android apps. Now, this is really an exclusive content play. This is what Spotify are going after. And if you think about it, I think they've done it really, really smartly. Joe Rogan has such a cult following in a good way. I mean that in a positive term. He's got a lot of loyal fans that I think he has the brand power to pull more people over to Spotify. If they'd aimed a little bit lower, I don't think it would have had the same effect. I think if they'd have gone after a mid-level podcaster, a lot of people would have just stopped listening to the podcast itself. So it's a really, really huge deal that Spotify have gone this aggressive. And in my mind, they've made a fantastic play. What I expect to happen on the back of this is we're going to see more and more of these deals to come. I think companies like Apple and Google and potentially even YouTube are going to get a bit nervous of the talent that they have had on their platforms being taken to Spotify exclusively and really reducing the amount of eyeballs and attention they have on it. So one of the predictions I'll make at the moment 
moment is now this type of deal has happened in podcasting is we're going to see a lot more of it. And when you think about it, this has already started to happen in the streaming wars where we see companies like Disney bringing their own streaming apps out with their own exclusive content and really controlling where content is at. So as a podcaster, I think one of the things you're going to be paying attention to in more uh, going forward is on what platforms has what talent. And I think the platforms that have the talent that closely aligns to your show are the ones you're going to be wanting to pay attention to. So I think this is one of the impacts we're going to see. The next thing is, I'm really happy this deal has happened and I want to wish Joe a massive congratulations if he ever hears this because he's done something awesome for the podcasting industry, but he's actually just enhanced the value of every podcast. So this is what I want you to think about. Let's pretend um, podcasting is blocks of land, right? And one of your neighbours, his land just got bought for a lot of money. So Joe, our neighbour, his land just got bought up for $100 million. Now, while we might not might not have the same amount of land as Joe. He might have a lot more land or a lot more reach than we do. It certainly made our price per acre go up in comparison with Joe's show. So I kind of look at this much like real estate or blocks of land in saying that by this deal happening is that the legitimacy of podcasting has gone through the roof. And I think advertisers particularly are going to be paying a lot more attention to podcasts going forward. This is just another marker of how podcasting is going to take over from radio. And I think radio will just become a thing of the past down the road. So it's a really, really good insight from there. The next thing is, I think we'll really expect from here that more advertising money is going to go into podcasting in two ways. So I'm going to describe this right now. One is I think more brands are going to be looking for podcasts to advertise on. So if you have a show that encapsulates a particular niche, I think you are going to be getting approached by more podcasters and the amount they're willing to pay is going to go up because they've seen this type of deal go through. Secondly, I also think that the ability to advertise your podcast on platforms like Spotify is going to be growing as well. So if you have a podcast you want to grow, is the ability to advertise on these platforms is going to come through it also. So just wins all round. I really feel like this is just populating a lot of wins. Now, if you ask me for my prediction on which platform is going to be the biggest podcasting platform into the future, my money's on Spotify. It really is. I think they're well backed. I think they're making a lot of moves. I think Apple got really lazy and complacent and is now playing catch up. And I don't think the Google podcasting app has gotten its um, runs on the board yet. So really Spotify found this place where they're well-funded. They've just acquired some more talent and I suspect they're going to acquire even more talent and they're just developing great software and tools for publishers. So I'll mark it from here. I think they're going to be the big dog in podcasting in the years to come. So really great news from there. A couple of things I just mentioned on the back of this is it looks like Amazon haven't been mucking around around either. Now, we haven't heard much from Amazon in the podcasting space, but if you do go over to the Audible website, what you'll actually see is Audible are acquiring exclusive talent as well. And they're doing this really, really interesting move where they're going to have their own shows coming through the Audible app. So we haven't seen the last of Amazon in this space yet either. One of the things I think is coming down the road is that podcasts will be on the Audible app also. That's another little prediction I'll make here. So something to pay attention to is that Amazon are going to be a player from here. All right. So this is the end of the industry update and my thoughts on the Joe Rogan deal. I think it's just such a win for us in so many ways. I'll end this segment up and we'll come back with the next one. 
Okay, so if you've been listening to this show for any duration of time, you would know that I have a few gripes with podcast analytics. And there's a few things I just want to recap on here that I really want to articulate because some big changes and great things happening here. Number one, if someone is listening to a podcast in streaming mode, so they're not downloading the episode, but they're actually streaming it from their phone, if they listen to the first half, stop it, and then come back to the episode later, that actually counts as two downloads because of the stream has been accessed twice, which I don't feel is authentic. That should be classified as one download. The second thing is if someone has multiple devices or if you're in the Apple suite of things and you're listening across devices or syncing across devices, the download numbers are skewed as well. So you might actually be firing off downloads automatically that aren't authentic. So if you think about it, a lot of people subscribe to shows and just because they're subscribed to a show and it's coming to their downloads, even if they aren't listening to the episode, it's still being counted, which again, I think is very disingenuous and not really authentic of how many people are listening to your show or downloading each episode and listening to it. What I'm really happy about though, or what's changing from here is a few things. I use Omni for my hosting, which I think is a fantastic host. And in more recent times, I've seen a couple of things that have really excited me here and made me more confident in where the industry is heading. So number one is that in Omni, I actually get to track unique IPs now. So I get to see more than the total number of downloads. I also get to see unique IP address downloads, which means if someone's coming back on the same IP address or using multiple devices on the same IP address, I can filter that out right away and really get a much more accurate representation of how many downloads my shows had. The second component of that is they're also now feeding back to me how deep people are getting into the episodes themselves. So, I mean, are people listening for one minute or one hour? And I think there's a really big difference in the depth of consumption that's being happening there. So for me, what I really want to know is I want to know uniquely how many individuals are downloading and consuming my podcast. That's the stuff that's actually going to help me as a podcaster make better decisions about my show. Because if there's episodes coming out that are being downloaded and not listened to, that would tell me that content not the right content for my audience. Or at the same time, if I can see that 90% of the people who listen to an episode get all the way through, it's helping me govern what's great content for my audience. Now, often at times I feel like people don't embrace the analytics side of podcasting. And I just want to recap that is if you've got really good analytics for your show and really good data feeding back to you, it can really help you as a podcaster understand and know what your audience wants and what they don't want. So you can make better judgments and decisions within your own show. And this is why I'm so big on analytics. So what I would do at the moment, depending on who you are hosted with, is I would go into your hosting, have a look at your analytics and see if these features have been rolled out for you. Now, I know they're in Omni and I'm sure they're in many others as well, but if you haven't got these features, I would be contacting your hosting provider and ask when they're coming. And if they're not being rolled out to you is I would be shifting to another podcast host. I would be moving to a place where you can get this data really, really easily and accessible because it's going to help you immensely as a podcaster. So that would be my uh, pick and tip for there. I'm just really excited to see them taking the analytics stuff more seriously. The second thing I wanted to talk about in this section of the episode is I've come across a really great tool for actually promoting the podcast and tracking the podcast a little bit better also, and that's Chartable Smart Links. Now, 
A big shout out to Kim Barrett who started using this and showed me about it and I did a bit of an investigation, but I want to roll this out, this information out to more people because we didn't actually know about this being so awesome until just recently. We'd heard of it before and tried it, but it's only recently become quite good in my opinion. Now you do have to pay for the premium version of this if you want to roll it out at scale, but I think it's showing some well worth doing as well. I think it's about $20 US a month for it. In summary, it does two things. What you're able to do is actually create a universal link for each podcast episode. So just one link and you can put that in your social media or emails and it's actually tracking that link click to the podcast itself and it will actually help people select the right podcast app. So I just want to break this down. If I put a social media post up and I put my uh chartable smart link in, if someone clicks on that Facebook post, it will actually detect what device that person is using and take them to the appropriate app. So if I'm using an iPhone, it's going to take me to Apple Podcasts. If I'm using an Android device, it's going to take me to uh, Spotify's default. And then if it's unsure what device, you can actually pick a URL to take people to if you want to take them to the website. Now, I think it's a fantastic thing and it makes it much easier for not putting a whole bunch of links in one Facebook post or in an email. The other side of that though, is that Chartable are actually tracking those link clicks and connecting it to people that have actually uh, downloading and listening to the show. So the depth of analytics there is actually crazy. So it's really, really exciting on that front. Now, if you wanted to take this to another level, you could actually make more than one link per episode and have just a link for your emails and just a link for your social media and just a link for your ads and even track these individual things uh, more granularly if you want it also, which I think is just awesome. And you can also put in URL parameters. I know this is getting a bit techy now, but it can be linked up to being tracked in your Google Analytics as well, which I think is another really, really big move there. So my little tip or thing I would get you to have a look at at the moment is Chartable. I think this is something all podcasters should be using to get better analytics on their show as well. And this week's tech segment is really focused around analytics because I think that is the grounding point or the starting point of you doing better things with your show is actually having a clear picture of where you're at right now and understanding how your decisions and what promotions and what content you make is influencing your numbers and what results you're getting from there. So this week, my two tips, I'll go back into this just to recap once again. One, Check your hosting has got unique IPs and depth of engagement or depth of consumption. If they have it, get it. Or if they haven't got it yet, make sure you know where it's coming out, where you can get it from there or move to a new host that does have it. And then the next bit is there is for your promotion, start using a service or tool like Chartable Smart Links. There's probably others out there, but that's one I'm recommending and using myself and start getting clearer on how people are finding your podcast so you can do better with your promotions as well. All right, let's get into the last section here. And this is all about where the podcast industry is going. So most of the things I've spoken about on this episode have already happened. And often I feel like what we want to do is actually position ourselves or be paying attention to where podcasting is going and really take advantage of the opportunities that are in front of us. And if you go back and think about podcasting in general, if you'd have known where this industry was going or been paying attention to it, you could have made some great moves to get further ahead than where you are right now. So let's talk about this. 
Number one, what podcasters should be paying attention to in my books is high quality content. I feel that the podcasting industry is getting more and more competitive and if your content is average, you won't survive. So recent reports have from Apple that there's now 900,000 podcasts registered and running in some form. Now, what that means, it wasn't long ago, it was only 700,000. So competition is increasing. And I'm going to tell you right now, even if you've been podcasting for a long time and you've built up that audience, if you've gotten stale and you are producing average quality content, your show doesn't stand a chance. So what I would really encourage a lot of podcasters to do is balance the time they're spending on content creation, promotion and monetization. I feel like there's a bias and obsession towards promotion. And don't get me wrong, promoting your show is important and the latest social media stuff is important. But at the end of the day, if your content is poor, all the promotion in the world isn't going to help your show. So make sure you are paying attention to that high quality content and serving your audience really, really well. The next thing is, After speaking with Spotify and a rep at Spotify for a couple of times, I'm certain podcast ads are going to be getting even bigger in a couple of forms. And I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but I think number one is more brands are going to be looking for podcasts to advertise on. And conversely is the Spotify platform is actually going to be there to help podcasters grow their show. And I want to talk about how they're going to be doing this. Now, If your show is similar to another show, so let's say my podcast is similar to the Joe Rogan podcast, of course it's not, but let's roll with this example. Imagine if I could use the Spotify platform to advertise to people who listen to the Joe Rogan show. If I was easily able to target similar podcasts or podcasts that serve the audience I want my podcast to be in front of, it would be game changing. It really, really would. And until I suppose it's existed in the world of Facebook to a little bit, but what we're actually moving towards as an industry and something I think is going to be worth paying a lot of attention to is how Spotify roll out their ads platform and what's going to be available to podcasters there. Now myself, I've made a, I'll call it a donation to Spotify to test their platform. It is still early days but I see huge, huge potential here in the ability to target people who already listen to podcasts or listen to a certain type of music and bring them into your show um, directly from advertising on audio and video, which I think is just going to be huge. The second thing, and I've kind of uh, hinted at a little bit there, is I think the video podcast industry is the future. Now, obviously, I've set myself up well in advance of this, and that's because the writing was on the wall uh, for me a long time ago, but has only just seen some more things that would indicate that this is the way it's going. So number one is Spotify is going to do video as well. I know this is going to be down the road in a while, but we are going to see video podcasts on Spotify soon. It's going to happen. Number two is that podcasts on YouTube are growing and growing. And I'll thank Joe Rogan, who's already been on this episode in reference, but I'm seeing many more podcasters actually set up and really, really make the YouTube app a place for people to watch their show. And what's interesting in the recent times of this pandemic or whatever else has happened here, more and more people have been watching content, not just listening to it. And I think those habits are going to stick around. So what this means for you, if you haven't already, I want you to really consider if you can do a video podcast, because there's going to be huge opportunities if you're one of the early adapters or adopters here. And that's certainly something I've benefited from from doing video as well. And it doesn't have to be expensive to do a 
video podcast. Like you can do this on the, a much more friendly budget than setting up a studio. But again, I just think this is where the industry is going and something we're going to be wanting to pay attention to in a massive, massive way. So these are the things I think are worth paying attention for and what I'll mention from here. Number one, let's recap it before I end this episode. Number one is to make sure you're focusing on content quality. This is the most important thing for podcasters at the moment. More competition is coming. Make awesome stuff and you can really rise to the top as more people listen to podcasts. Number two is ads both ways. There's going to be unique opportunities for you to advertise your show and there's going to be huge opportunities to bring advertising onto your show. So it's certainly becoming more viable for a lot of shows as well. And then lastly, take video seriously. Don't be one of the last adapters, be one of the early adapters and you will ream and seek the benefits or get the benefits from podcasting itself. So this has been the first industry update episode. I hope you've enjoyed it and get a little insight to what I'm paying attention to in podcasting itself. So that's it for this one. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to, I suppose, I look forward to joining you on the next episode in a way. Anyway, guys, that's it. I'm rambling at the end here, but thank you so much for tuning in. This has been another episode of The Business of Podcasting. 